Okay, welcome to Church and Other Drugs. This is Jed. Uh, I just got a new microphone, people. So this is a new era of Church and Other Drugs. We're going to see if this this audio is crisp and clear and if my voice is thick and velvety. I don't know if thick is the good word for it. Anyway, did everybody watch the Super Bowl? I know I did. For the movie trailers. That is pretty much... I Dude... I am so excited about Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I have no idea. That, in my opinion, is the greatest modern, uh, not original, but greatest modern trilogy, I think. I don't think there's anything that's that's been better. It's If you haven't seen the three remake Planet of the Apes, go watch them right now. It is the greatest thing in the freaking world. Uh, and Matt Reeves who directed the last two, directed the Batman, if you're into that sort of thing. So, um, anyway, Planet of the Apes. Uh, this week, we got the Desperados, and uh, I can't exactly remember what we talked about. I think uh, I was angry at some Instagram posts, um, and I talked about AI art a little bit, and uh, yeah. So, coming up, I think I have Suki Jones introduced me to... Someone that grew up in a Christian cult, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm, Josh Patterson's coming back on soon. And I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the uh, 2000s post-hardcore tournament with Dan Koch. We're actively thinking about what we want to do next, so if y'all have any suggestions, let us know. Uh, as all, ooh, uh, we have a new patron, Nathan Barrett. Another Nathan, which is interesting. Two Nathans in a row. Uh, thank you so much for the patronage. And uh, in a uh, checkup of the other Nathan Swazinski, uh, he did reach out, and he is, in fact, from the UK, and I pronounced his name right. So, Nathan, thanks, bro. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Um, spread the word in the UK. Let's, let's, let's keep this thing going. So, y'all, if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash church and other drugs. Uh, storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs for t-shirts and whatnot and uh, church and other drugs at gmail.com for talking to me see ya
telling you it was a snow day in Michigan is if you heard generators running down the street and then snowmobiles just ripping up and down. I was like, sweet, no scoop. <laughs> oh, so yeah. wait, y'all take y'all take snowmobiles to the streets? Yeah, enough we, snow, sure. We take snowmobiles everywhere. Do you have a snowmobile? No. I do not. All uh, my neighbors do. Really? Have you ever some... have you ever driven one? Oh yeah. Does actually it com- like oh go ahead. Does it compare to like an ATV or a dirt bike or like what is it similar or a jet ski? Is it similar to anything? I mean are they know, hard? they're not hard. The new ones, the newer ones are like really nice and easy to handle. Like two years ago, I I went on like I don't snowmobile a lot, but my neighbor had has like two or three, and I went on a trip with him. Literally, we went to I think we rode about 40, 50 miles. Damn. Like up here in New York, they, there's like a trail network of snowmobile trails. You can go all the way to Canada. Can is there like you can sneak across the border? Like how protected is the border up there? If you're driving, I mean, you know, you have to go through and they check cars and they're somewhat serious about it, but I haven't but, been up but, to Canada in a long time. Like snowmobile life. But you, you could you could sneak, yeah. You could you sneak into Canada on a snowmobile is the question I'm asking. I think probably. Yeah. All right. Well, why aren't you smuggling things? Why aren't you in the smuggling business then? I mean, Canada's it, not really like Mexico or anything. I mean, uh, apparently, like the maple, <laughs> the maple syrup is apparently like a hugely trafficked item. I'm serious, dude. They There's like they, cont- can't, they, they can't beat our New York maple syrup. It's amazing. What? Well, no. What I'm saying is, hold on. What I'm saying is, oh, you're and, and by Vermont. the way, and they do have drugs in Canada. It is kind of like Mexico because it's all legal, dude. You don't remember that guy that opened the store that was selling heroin and met? He opened a brick and mortar store and he got arrested within like 24 hours. But that's that stuff's legal in Canada? It's personal amounts, I think, because that's where they have the. Um, but they have that vending machine with the. Uh, machine? Not heroin, but. Uh, <laughs> what's Delauded? No way. You haven't, you haven't seen that? I have not seen that. <laughs> that was a couple of years ago. I'm thinking it was Canada. way too interested in there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Trust me. For a minute, I'm like, I can make that work. <laughs> if I can get that. Uh, there's, uh, there's no way, dude. That's insane. Okay, here we go. Quebec's maple syrup cartel. All right. Uh, the French a, a barrel of maple syrup. How much do you think that goes for? It's going to be uh, a lot because I'll tell you right now, like a quart yeah. of New York real maple syrup, it's like, it's not cheap. It's like 20 bucks, 20, 30 bucks. 1200 so, bucks per ooh, barrel. I was going to say 700, but 1200 $1, bucks per barrel, dude. Yeah. Maple syrup's not cheap. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah. Apparently, at one point, there was a multi million dollar syrup heist. I want to, st- I think that's. I think that's gonna be my new thing, dude. Is I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal in syrups. I grew up uh, around like maple syrup stills, and my grandpa did it. Like, maple, oh, wait, like, a like still, you have to like literally prepare it and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sap. 
you get all the sap out of the trees and then you gotta you gotta boil it all down and the people up here who do it like big you know you have like a sap house they've got big giant like metal you know bins that like you boil it down in and i mean that's how the, that's how it's done so it's yeah it's large like amounts gallons and gallons of sap just to make a bottle of syrup yeah it takes a lot yeah that's a good point good point right. so i just sent you that link okay to the oh. article about that all right good deal i don't think i don't think judge should have it i know that was against <laughs> my better judgment <laughs> uh un unrelated news i'm i'm going to canada soon uh so how's everybody doing doing all right nah. i started therapy oh. this week did you i did tell us about it well, it was mostly just the meet and greet between me and my counselor, my therapist. Well, yeah, I'm I'm always curious how other therapists operate. So, like, what you walked in, you're just like, "Hey, I'm therapy yeah. guy." Yeah, I'm your new I'm your new client. I have uh, issues. I've written some down. No, I did my intake a couple of weeks ago, which is like an interview with their intake specialist or whatever. And I don't know if they recommended me to a particular therapist. Like, I didn't get to choose. Mm, probably just, so yeah they said uh okay well our next opening is this day this time we'll be meeting with gary and see you then okay so mm -hmm. i show up and introduce myself and like during my intake i took notes of things that came to mind and stuff i might want to talk about so like i i immediately just spilled all that the first 10 minutes i'm like i don't know if you had any sort of plan for the day but here's just you know stuff i wrote down during my intake so i don't know if i threw them for a loop a little bit or what no. but I mean, if he's fine. good was... you you didn't throw him for for loot i mean what it so like i mean give me some things he said if you don't mind uh so you just talk about the modality he used he uh, he does cognitive processing therapy okay so it's a lot of talk it out um he explained that anything that's traumatic to me is what they call stuck points so if you remember the timelines in loki where you see the timeline split those are like your stuck points. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so talking through those, writing letters, he says he does give homework, like articles and stuff to read, but I didn't get anything this last week. It's cool just uh, just connecting with him. Um, I don't think he shares his office with anyone else. Like the building he's in, there are some of the offices that doctors and therapists share. I don't think his is because his was pretty well decorated with a boatload of books and then even though we're in missouri he went to university of michigan he grew up in michigan just like i did so i connected with him a little bit on that is is this your therapist or your boyfriend dude dude i i don't know we <laughs> held hands it just felt so natural <laughs> did he yeah else. did he did he did he place his hand on your lap and just say and uh, <laughs> give you some it was my it. shoulder and he looked lovingly into my eyes and said i will fix you oh dude the last time i was that just reminded me the last time i was uh in rehab this there's this one tech who everybody he's just he was just a kiss ass like goody two shoes he was the worst right and everybody kind of hated him and we were watching the saints game one day and he walked like he was a hard ass all of the time and he walked up behind me and put both of his hands on my shoulders and started giving me a miniature back rub. And was like, you know, how are you doing today? 
and I everyone was like I I said out loud I go what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and he was like oh, oh. I was like no it, it, it's fine but like what what are you doing but I need to know <laughs> oh that is so not allowed <laughs> like you can't do I was that. Gonna say, and for the record my therapist did not cross any boundaries he was completely professional yeah, that's what he that's what he told you to say. It's all good. Blink twice yeah. if he's in the room with you. Like, so, so do you guys over find the next like, half hour or do you get do you guys find with therapy? I'm guessing you guys I think anybody who kind of like deals with stuff the way we do, are are you guys like very easy oversharers? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, like I find like, you know, first session, they're like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, to, to a fault, definitely. Yes, to a fault. My my issue, and this is why I hate I'm, I'm gonna have to find the new therapist again, but it's um and I saw a meme where this person uh, said, Here's the, I've I've assembled a PowerPoint of my trauma to, to get get you up to speed. I hate retelling everything it's so long and it's so much and it's and i end up not really saying it correctly because i'm irritated that i, ha that I have to say it you know i can't it's can't you just send them a link to your speaker type recording? I, I think that's what i'm gonna do next time because i don't feel like going through that again we're in the same office too can't they just share notes no well i mean if, if yes if they are in the same office yes yeah. Well, I mean, you can release your records too. You can just like, yeah, just share them, please. It also always pissed me off when it's like when you call a any corporation and they're like, please enter your social security, please enter your birthday, please enter your phone number and address. And then when you get someone on the phone, they're like, okay, can you give me yeah. your birthday? Can you give yeah, me? It's right? like, uh, why did I do like, that? Like applying for a job and then yeah, have right. To, you yeah, send them your Steve. resume and then have to fill. All the same information. I find that to be most annoying. Like it's almost always like, especially like if you call, even if you call like a phone company, like you put in your phone number and like you get somebody <laughs> on the phone and they're like, can you give me your phone number? I'm like, seriously, you don't know it? Like you have caller ID, chap, chap. <laughs> not only do you have caller ID, but I typed it in like three times. And you're the phone company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they should have your cell phone <laughs> attached yeah, they, to your regular. Yeah. Yeah, they should know everything about me. It makes it's, no sense. Ben, do you have a landline still? Not anymore. Okay. I, I used to get one for free, but I unplugged it. Uh, I say for <laughs> never free, plugged it back in for free as a benefit through who you work for, or just yeah, as, mm, yeah, you no, know a guy because I yeah. know how. Either way, <laughs> I wouldn't use it. Yeah, I, but let me tell you about the the phone companies are like. They have the worst communication of the companies, and that's like their business is communication. I know. I agree with you. I, I have to deal with phone companies all the time at work, like enterprise versus like residential accounts. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm never routed to the right place, and and every and every single time I get somebody, it's like I'm explaining the entire thing over again. It's like yeah, I, dude. And I have no tips for you. There's yeah. no tips how to how to do it better. I don't think there is either. I've been doing it for like ten years. I'm like I have not figured out an easier way. By design, so Andrew. Who did you who do you talk to at work? Could you repeat that for me again? Yeah, Honestly. exactly, exactly. I'll kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's well, and that's you know with the, uh, doctors and therapists too. 
it's it's like you're gonna ask me questions about this long ass questionnaire I just filled out. So why am I filling it out? It's so what is that just stupid bureaucracy? Bureaucracy? Why do we keep doing that? And with AI, I feel like that's gonna get worse. AI is is part one of my topics today, by the way. Mm. Could get better. Yeah, I, I guess it could okay. Be better too. I guess we could start with AI. Um, I so I finally started messing around with uh, AI image creators. Mm. All right, yeah, and so, that's pretty amazing. So my caveats is I will not. <laughs> I'm not gonna um, ever do. Yeah, let's see. I'm not gonna use it for evil. I'm not. I I felt <laughs> bad for even using it. Okay. Number two, it is so good. It's so good. So I hate to tell it, but graphic design is done. As a career, <laughs> that's over. That is over with. It's, I agree with you. And Unless he, he, you're like really like have a specific thing that you do. I mean, you have it, to like set yourself apart. And then someone will then just say, do this in the style of that person that sets him apart. Like, And, and so it's, it's not even... Like I know a bunch of companies um, have released these statements, say like committing to not using AI, and we're still going to mm. use artists. That is not going to last forever. I'll tell you that right now. And hilarious because I can't remember. It might have been Adobe or someone. They it, it was just an ad, and somebody pointed out that they used an AI image in the ad, and they released a statement saying, "Dude, we didn't know. Like we we source." our art and so somebody gave that to us and told us that it was original and it, it's so it's not even necessarily going to be that companies are going to only use ai it's going to be the consumer so like why would little mary sue who's just starting a bakery business wh why would she pay eleven thousand dollars for a graphic design suite when she can just go typey typey type make me a complete graphic design template for my cake business click free done and it's amazing right it's mm -hmm. it's it's i think i think you i think you're right i think the writing's on the wall yeah it's, unless unless i wanted something specific and even even yeah, that like, like even said, that dude you have to you almost have to be the kind of person who just personally cares about patronizing artists if you're not that person I don't know what the reason to do it is, honestly. I've got I've got a good friend who's an amazing artist, and he's just like, I don't even know if he's like literally like, I don't even know if I'm gonna create art anymore. What's the point? You're yeah, like, nobody's gonna buy it. It's and and in the and this is the commercially available programs. I'm I'm sure whatever bleeding edge, whatever company has the most advanced right now, I'm sure it's just ridiculous like even the like i finally got fooled by a ai image uh it was mm. and it was photo realistic um people have been showing off mid journey version four which is an image creator yeah and I, I straight up got fooled and i was scrolling through reddit and i was like oh my god why would someone do that um because it was 
someone made a post of, have you guys seen the trend where people get potato tattooed on their forehead? And it was just all these pictures <laughs> of people that had the word potato tattooed on their forehead. And I was like, that, that is so dumb. I was like, no, that has to be permanent marker. That's not real. And then I re then I realized <laughs> the entire image, the entire fake. image is fake. <laughs> all of it is fake. And I was like, holy shit, it got me finally. I was tricked mm -hmm. and I'm pretty good at, at like knowing what is AI and what's not. And it fooled the shit out of me, dude. Well, they're getting good at like looking like, like at first when I was first using them, like you'd get like, like fingers wouldn't look right. Fingers, or right. There'd be like Words. an extra arm or something like there'd be weird anomalies, but yeah. now they're getting really good. They're getting really good. Have you seen That's any in a matter of a year too. Yeah, that's seen right. any, uh, like the Instagram ads and things that are using AI. Yeah. Like I haven't seen any good ones yet. All the ads that I've seen are ridiculous. Like they don't make any sense. They just I, like, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's I really have seen music too. Well, I, have you seen like the AI like thirst trap accounts? Yes. Hmm. And by that, I mean, yeah. literally it's, 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 <laughs> It'll either be <laughs> it'll either be celebrities with exaggerated breasts, like or just completely made up people. And I, I always go to the comments and people are like, Oh my god, you're so hot, Donald. And it's like, that's not a real person. <laughs> like, oh no. And the comments are usually like direct replicas of the uh like the boomer posts on Facebook. That yes. You see. yes. It's like, it's those dudes who are yes, not only the, getting fooled, but like they're, they're committing to it and like, like trying to have a relationship and stuff. Like when an uncle accidentally posts like a, a Taiwanese hooker ad, like, and, and so, and so it's like uncle hit <laughs> uncle Joe, like, you know, everyone can see this. And then the next comment is him typing in delete and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. The AI music <laughs> stuff is pretty crazy too. Yeah, I hope it stays it's, that way. It's it's not it's not very good yet. Yeah. Like some Are of the you actual. Me? Well, I've seen some of the instrumental stuff that can be really good, but lyrically, it has it's, quite a bit to be desired. Like <laughs> I've read a lot of song lyrics generated by AI, and it's like, I guess if you put it to the right music, anything can work. But yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all saw the the George Carlin stand up right i seen that somebody mm -hmm. sent the link on their chat there somebody made uh oh Didn't god you send what, what i might have what was the guy's name um uh it's this like this youtuber who does stuff like this but he made an entire hour-long brand new stand-up special of george carlin and hmm. it's not bad the jokes <laughs> aren't bad the voice is not it's obviously not him uh, but the the cadence and the style of jokes, not bad, dude. Uh, the his estate is suing him now because they're like, this is they're trying to make a stand, I guess. But the problem is like it, it's parody. Parody yeah. is so protected that it's not going to go anywhere. Well, I favorite. think he would. I think he would find it funny, honestly. I yeah, could probably. I think he would too. Tried about it. He would. For sure. And then there's the AI hack stuff, which I'm sure Kenan could speak to because I've been. What is uh, that? Like where they're using like um, AI generated voices to like mimic like family members. 
Oh yeah, calling oh, yeah. calling yeah. grandparents and be like, "It's your grandson. I need five hundred dollars." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not stopping. There's no way that's gonna stop. That's too clever. Like as um, many people as they already get with just like some random guy calling. Yeah, exactly. Even if they get one out of ten people, like it's very lucrative. There's, there's zero effort, really. Even if they get one out of a hundred, like that's still bank. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the oh oh yeah. So the George Carlin thing, uh, the music thing, and yes, like to to Kenan's point, this this is all in a year a year a year. <laughs> so yeah. and and it seems to be going exponential now and. I was so gonna like, say it's the, just gonna get faster. Well, and the end goal, and this is this is why I I like people people are saying like oh you know industries are gonna be fine. Eh. So the end goal is let's say for Ben's birthday, I am going to uh, create a movie starring Ben and Leonardo DiCaprio with a score in the style of John Williams, uh, make it an 80s buddy cop movie where Ben gets rescued at the end by Leonardo. And it will create an entire movie for you, and you can give that to that person. Or you can deep fake yourself into your favorite movie. Like, I want to watch Star Wars where I am Luke Skywalker, and it will do that. I'd pay for that. I was going to say that would be badass. <laughs> yeah, I, for, for us, it's going to be awesome. But like this is going to like massively disrupt some it's industries. Really, it's really going to put say, to though, the test like, the, the idea that there's something that humans have that computers can't. It's, it's going to shift it because the creativity will then go into building the models that the AI runs off of. Right. Well... Well, and so let me tell you how I did figure out a way to use AI as a creative tool. So I'm this doing podcast is brought to you by AI. Yeah, exactly. And none of us are real. Um, I uh, I was doing a new uh, thrift store painting, repainting. Right. So to the listeners, are new. <laughs> new. I take <laughs> I take landscapes from thrift stores and I add in like uh, pop culture characters. And I was having trouble figuring out where to put it. And so I was like, to image creator, I said, make me um, Godzilla in the background behind some mountains with a snowy cabin in the forefront. Mm. And it created, it gave me six choices of, it looked almost exactly like the painting I have. Uh, and it, I was like, oh, okay, that one looks good. I'll do it that way. So that was a way that I was able to use it creatively. Yeah, I was going to say, and that that doesn't like, uh, like if I was paying for a piece of art from you, that does not make me feel like you're cheating me. No, not at all. I mean, it's- it, You're it, just it's, using it, it as a reference point kind of. Right. It's what I would have done, like normally what I would have done is drawn up different poses and put it on a projector and projected it onto it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it just it saved, saved me- a lot of time um yeah so it's uh it's scary plays in the question is there any such thing as a new idea or is it all riffs off of previously existing stuff according to the bible uh no there is nothing new and i guess according to <laughs> common knowledge no yeah if you Every believe the bible kevin <laughs> what's that <laughs> if you believe the bible 
Well, speaking, <laughs> speak, oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, can you tell me what verse that is? Um, where there's nothing new under the sun? Can somebody, can, Jamie? Can you pull that up? Yeah, I'll look it up. Thank you. Uh, and I, I think I think Ben's gonna have to go soon. Uh, any other any other updates from? How's your baby? Oh, she's insane, dude. Really? <clears throat> like in a fun way. Okay, do tell. You know, like start, she's starting to talk <laughs> no, a little bit and, and do things that big humans do. And oh, uh, that that scares ex- me. Ex- express herself. You know, mostly it's laughing. Like she laughs a whole lot for a baby. That's, that's yeah. awesome. And uh, earlier she was like fake stabbing me with a plastic knife, though. That was interesting. Oh no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, have to start no. watch watching different TV, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, you that whenever you want. Uh, jo- yeah. So far, I think uh, me and George are trying the no screens before two years old, but. I, I wish that, I wish you well. I hope yeah, it works. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I, I didn't. I didn't think TVs counted. It, it, well, that's a good point. It is a screen, but I do know what you mean because you're trying to keep it away from like phones and tablets and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know. You know, I mean, so how many screens people, don't like count I, if you can't put it in your pocket? Well, uh, some one thing I read was the difference is it's not. Um, how do they word it? It's not designed not inter- interactive. to. Yes, it's not interactive. Like it, there's no connection formed. It's it's like no, it's just kind of there. Whereas a tablet or a screen is an intimate connection where it's there's, like de- demanding your attention. It's definitely a difference. I mean, we all grew up with TV. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, but, I mean, you, you can know, say. We I will it. say when you when you decide to to uh, give her your phone one day. There's a Samsung Kids option, mm-hmm. and uh, it just like locks out everything else on your phone except those little kids apps. And oh, it's nice. like a sandbox area. It's great because I can just hand her the phone, and you know she does whatever she so, wants. Well, so as a babe, like, does she want the phone? How old is she? Not a lot, but if if it's like, I don't know, if we're sitting in church and she's being loud for a minute. She might want the phone, you know. Mm. How old is but she? She'll be two next month. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she doesn't like freak out when she sees it and go run try to. Well, so what? What right. did we do? I gotta ask my mom. Like, what did we do? I drew. Um... Rayon's on the bulletin. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's we, true. That's true. I always brought two pins to church for. Yeah, man, I I wish I would have kept my bulletin art. We had some epic, some epic thing. That's a niche uh, experience. It really is. How many times did you like have to force yourself not to laugh in church because of what you were and and you and your friend passing it back and forth? Yo, is there anything funnier than trying not to laugh? Is there (laughs) any better feeling? Oh, my God. And especially when it when it spreads like a contagion and <laughs> bro, it's so good. Oh, dude! So one time, so our church, you, you got a second still or yeah, go ahead. All right, so we were uh, Cornerstone Presbyterian, right? It was a fairly big church. I would say a 
300-person auditorium. So it's a giant auditorium with a balcony upstairs where, like, the spotlights and the sound board would go, right? And it was a, a long upstairs balcony. And uh, that's where, like, the church kept, like, they had their own thrift store, kind of. And so there was some furniture up there. And so when we were in like 10th, 9th, 10th grade, we figured out that we could go sneak up to the balcony and we would watch church from uh, the recliners and the couch and there's stuff up there, right? It was fun. <laughs> um, we didn't realize how much the sound would echo from up there down, to, oh, yeah. down there. Some of those rooms are very, Oh uh, bro. Yeah. So one time we were fooling around roughhousing and like trying not to laugh, making each other laugh. And so I think Matt Norris accidentally kicked over a lamp, like a, like a standing lamp and it just crash and, Pastor Perrin, we couldn't see, right? But we heard Pastor Perrin slam. This is the middle of a sermon. Slammed his Bible sh shut and said, <laughs> pointed and said, "I don't know who's up there, but you get down here right now!" Like I'm tired of y'all <laughs> making all that noise up there. Like wow, scream during so, the service. During the service, wow. so we. <laughs> booked it dude we ran right and he sent the deacons out to find who did it right and we all we ran down to this the volleyball court by the youth building and we were like huddled and we see a deacon walk up and he just goes boys y'all did it y'all stepped in it today <laughs> and we're like are we are we going that you know are we in trouble he's like Y'all just can't do that ever again. But that was so, <laughs> my parents were, all of our parents were so mad, dude. So one, mad. One time for uh, VBS, you know the last day of VBS, where the parents will show up at yeah. the end of it to sit and watch y'all do whatever. Anyway, VBS you remember those? Vacation Bible School to the Uninitiated. Yeah. I would okay. I guess people might not know that. Anyway, do you remember those little uh, handheld video games like Tiger? Yes. Video yeah. games? Yeah, yeah like baseball or... The worst video games. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bleep, bleep, I mean the bleep. best. They were like Nokia cell phone video games. Sort of. <laughs> anyway, I had one of those that I was definitely expressly not supposed to take with me. Like, had been specifically told that. and uh, So naturally I did. And like I was, I pulled it out while we were sitting there waiting to do whatever and uh didn't realize my parents had came in and sat right behind me oh like, no <laughs> it was bad also one time in the balcony we had made paper airplanes nice which is the worst idea if you're in the balcony during church service but uh anyway one of the kids kicked one off of the they were sitting like lined up mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and he accidentally kicked one and it just just launched itself oh that's amazing <laughs> i don't know how to ex explain the feeling when that happened <laughs> it was just like oh i'm sure i'm, I'm sure about about to be killed like, yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah that oh dude we would i so much fun we would I, I, i'm trying to remember how we had access i guess like 
I guess the was church- your church one that had the stairs out in the foyer that went up into the balcony? Yes. Yes. Okay. Weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, no. So I, I was just saying access to the church in general, but um, many a time we would play hide and seek in the bottom level of the church, which is a huge and all the lights were off, dude. And I mean, we do. We're we are high schoolers like playing hide and seek. That shit was so fun, yeah. dude. And but it, it just we always took it too far like somebody, too far. Yeah, yeah somebody tried to get into the ceiling and fell through like those you know push-up <laughs> tiles kyle did that so that that ruined that you know Thanks, we were kyle. always yeah, yeah dude, somebody would all and then or we'd like run into doors or break stuff or Dude, it was just... I think it's because parents used to stand around talking to each other for hours after church back then. Yeah, that's true. Like, they don't do that anymore. That's true. they didn't have screens. Yeah, I know. I was going to say. <laughs> they didn't have anything else to do. That's yeah. true, man. Like, do, do you think that there are still kids somewhere playing hide-and-seek uh, at churches at night? Yeah. You think yeah. so? I hope so. Sometimes, hope like, so. if they come to worship practice or something with me. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I know my parents used to stand around for hours just like, Oh yeah. It was like the meeting after the meeting in AA. And then did stuff. did you did you like go around and, and try to figure out whose friend's house you could go to? Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> we were planning that from the time we got to church. Yeah, like how yeah. I'm gonna ask my mom, like, okay, here's what how to like, manipulate them. How to manipulate them. And it's Did so... you ever get in trouble for inviting yourself over to someone's house? Sure. <laughs> so do so do my kids. If you want to hear something bad, I, this this I feel so bad about this. But there's this one, you know, the the weird homeschool family that had like twelve people in it. You know, you know that mm-hmm. family. Um, and so like no nobody ever really wanted to go over there, including me. And one day he kind of tricked me. He was like, "Hey man." Um, uh, what do you got going on this afternoon? And I was like, nothing. Uh, later, Ben. Uh, and I was like, oh, nothing. And he was like, oh, cool. Well, my mom said you can come over. And I was like, ah, wait. Uh, actually, yeah, actually, I, I, I forgot. I forgot. I'm I'm doing something. Yeah, that was very mean of me. So, what are you doing right now? Nothing. uh actually i got something um yeah so the other thing uh well the other two things we got the gen z bible that's why i was i was hoping Mm. you found that ecclesiastes verse oh yeah it's one nine okay one nine here we go here we go so uh the gen z bible translation is exactly what it sounds like and it's the entire bible translated for gen z so here is uh, Gen Z translation of Ecclesiastes 1.9. Uh, what has happened before will happen again, and what has been done will be done again. There's nothing new in this world. All right, that's not so bad. That's so, pretty not close. so bad. But here's Ecclesiastes 1.1. Yo, here's what the preacher, son of David, when he was king in Jerusalem, had to say. Like, everything is totes pointless, says the preacher. Like, seriously, everything is just, like, pointless. Like, what's the point of busting your butt day in, day out, only to have, like, zero gain from it? 
one generation goes bye-bye and another generation pops up. But the earth stays chilling for always. <laughs> Yo, the sun be out here rising and setting like it's on a mission to get back to where it started. It be hustling, you feel me? <laughs> okay. the, hold on. The wind moves to the south and then changes directions toward the north. It keeps on swirling around and around. Uh, last one. Yo, all the rivers be flowing into the sea, but the sea never be getting full, you know? It's like they go back to where they started, man. They always return like they hit that reverse button or something. It's crazy how nature works, huh? <laughs> I, I literally, I just want you to know that, like, <laughs> about a quarter of the way through that, the picture that popped in my head was Jesus going, like, uh, it's time to come back, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yes, like, yes. Like, this is too much. Yeah, dude. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> that's well, that's it, it. I was, I was, man, I was, it's funny because I was talking to Georgia about this. Um, so, illiteracy is on the rise apparently to like a serious degree um and i was just reading this younger guy's facebook post and i was like <laughs> it's like dude you don't know how to write or speak and this makes this is basically gibberish and then everyone commenting below like yes i agree blah blah blah, blah. and it's just like wait <laughs> Dude, I've got a few people on my Facebook like that where I'm just like, what, what are you saying? talking about? And then other people <laughs> understand them. So then I, at first I'm like, they are just, they're, they're not, they're dumb. But then I thought, wait a minute, maybe I'm dumb and they're just, this is the evolution of English and I'm just getting left behind. Right. No, but no, you're wrong. it's you're wrong. <laughs> I, it, We're so, going back to hieroglyphs with emojis. We are. And, and it's, I mean, I know every generation has its slang and, uh, you know, and, and the generation think before it thinks it's dumb, but this genuinely yeah, but seems lower IQ. <laughs> like, it seems well, like. That's the difference though, right? It's like, yeah, there's slang, but like, I remember like in the whatever 80s, 90s, you know, there, there was like radical and like if you were on the West coast or whatever, like tubular and like stuff like that, but they tubular. were actually more comp. The words were actually more complex. <laughs> yeah. Than like, you know, short. Yeah. Yeah. Form. Yeah. 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 Yes, dude. Like, Oh, oh God. Now you it's can't like, get down with the Rizzler. It's like the words dude, are getting shorter up. and shorter. <laughs> yeah. So you can't make them out. And if you don't know what they mean, like you literally don't know what they're saying. Wait, I, I oh god I That's try so to deep, Andrew. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> no problem, man. It's you know. Oh, I go through it, and and I I refuse to to like I I try to bring people up and and not stoop to the level, and because I I refuse like so many times when I talk to my uh, teenagers, they don't know, and I'm not. It's not. It's it's not as if I'm you know saying ridiculously big words and stuff but just basic stuff they'll they'll be like i, I don't know what you're talking about i'm like oh to God. the romans i became a roman into the Greeks, yeah bro so but like do you think like what is your opinion on like that bible version because my opinion <laughs> the opinion that comes to me is it's like they should have never made that version a hundred percent they should have never made that version like because I, I i don't under i I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just being old, but like that doesn't make I'm sense. I'm torn to me. 
I'm torn in that because it doesn't suit me. I'm like, why would they do that? But if someone gets something out of it, I can see why. But I also will say translations were supposed to appeal to the masses, not a niche group. Yes. And, and here, all right. Well, and what is it? What are they losing in the translation? Because let's be honest, like the original scripture. Any translation, though. Well, that is true. I mean, we've already lost stuff. But when you start putting in words like like and like all this other stuff, like there's no way they're communicating. But you're saying like all the time when you're talking, Andrew. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Like, Kennedy. (laughs) No, with any translation that happens, you lose a part of what the original meaning was because you can it's true you can transliterate which is like letter by letter or you can translate by thought or idea where you don't okay. use the exact words but you try to get across culturally what they were trying to mean okay well that yeah you're right but so you think this is a good idea canon is that what you're saying i can i can see some value in it yes but- i want to I want to meet the person that says this was actually helpful. I, I'm not sure they exist. That's that's what I'm saying. I feel like you this might was... be right. And all right, here <laughs> I may have just gotten my suspicions confirmed too, because also I was like, who line by line made this translation? So I just asked Bing Dr. Chat. No, I, I just asked Bing Chat. Hey, translate Genesis verse one into Generation Z slang. Here's what it said. In the beginning, God was like, let there be light. And there was light. It was lit. Flame emoji. <laughs> Three flame <laughs> emoji. Um, so maybe they just straight up AI. used AI to do that, man. <laughs> um, what, what's another, what's another, um, like, what can I translate it into? Not generations, but like, what's another thing I could translate it to? Well, gen, try Gen Alpha. Okay. What is Gen Alpha? Late. That's like Riz and Rizzler for uh, the L taking the W. Three. It's like it's like our children's, not yours, Andrew. Jed's and my children's generation. Yeah, so very young kids growing up now. They're, yeah, like twelve and under, I think. Generation yeah. Alpha. I'm glad Ruth is that because it sounds super badass, doesn't it? Just by name only. Yeah. Yeah, just by name. I mean, cool. All right. Uh, God loved the world. Here's John three sixteen in Generation Alpha slang, according to uh, Bing Chat. God loved the world so much that He gave His only Son, and whoever believes in Him won't be left out, but will have eternal life. It's lit. Three flame emojis. So may- <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe I don't think that just, did a very good job. Yeah, all right. Give me something else besides a generation. Like, what's what's another what's another ah something? I'm trying to think of like some group like that a, like had yeah. like some kind of lingo. Uh, just say like mafia language. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, no. Hmm. It's against content policies? Because yeah, mafia is gang related. What about like, uh, like, okay. like, like, what about like bikers or 
like is there i don't even know if, i don't even really think they have their own kind of slang so i don't know well then no just say right like genesis 1 1 in the style of president trump oh i'll see that that one might be funny this is gonna be great <laughs> it's gotta be great what else gonna be it'll be the greatest all right all right here we go all right <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see if i can do all right, all right. <clears throat> hold on god loved the world <laughs> i can't and, and i mean he really loved it he loved it so much that he gave his own <laughs> i can't do trump that he gave his only son who was a tremendous guy by the way and if you believe in him you're going to have eternal life that's what i'm hearing folks it's going to be great believe me <laughs> tri tri triple flame emoji again for some reason what's with the emojis <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. What's the what's the what's like another that. verse for Trump? Uh, Come on, Bible nerds. No. Uh, uh oh. Uh, do like do like a parable, like um, like the like the um, the prodigal son. Yeah, that like the prodigal son or something like that, like something well known. Okay. All right, so here here is the prodigal son story in the style of Donald <laughs> Trump. I don't know, like that voice was horrible, right? I should just read it normally, huh? Well, I didn't no, think it was it, bad. It sounds better. What to do it go, in the voice? Go for it. All right, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, folks, I've got a tremendous story for you today. It's a real beauty, believe me. It's the story of a young man. Let's call him the prodigal son. Okay, this kid, he had it. He had it all, folks. He really did. He had a lot of money. A lot of wealth, and he said, Dad, I want my share of the inheritance, and I want it now, like right now. So his dad, who was a smart guy, gave him the money. He said, okay, son, here's your inheritance. And you know what this young man did, folks? He went out there and he spent it all, and I mean all of it, on the high life. You know, the best parties, the best food, the best everything. But then you know what happened. The money ran out, and this guy found himself in a real tough spot. He had nothing left, not a penny to his name. He was eating with the pigs, folks. Can you believe it? Pigs. But then one day he came to his senses. He said, you know what? My dad's servants have it better than this. I'm going to go back to my dad and I'm going to tell him, Dad, I messed up big time. I'm not worthy to be called your son anymore. Just make me one of your servants. So he starts on his way back home. And let me tell you, folks, his dad, he was waiting for him. He saw his son from a distance and ran to him. He hugged him, kissed him and said, my son, he was lost, but now he's found. So what's the moral of the story, folks? It's about forgiveness. It's about coming back. It's about making things right. And let me tell you, I've always been a big believer in making things right and second chances. <laughs> That's what makes our country great, the ability to start over, to come back and to be better than ever. So remember, folks, even if you make mistakes, even if you mess up, there's always a chance to come back and make America great again. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. I love that they put the American the twist second at the brother. End. I did. That, that was good, man. I got to work on my Trump. Like, sometimes I can do it. Oh. You went in and out of it. Like I know. It's hard. Where I was like, oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Doing Trump, it's very, it's like, I, I, I go okay. to Christopher Walken <laughs> with it. But it, 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 his cadence is a little Walken. Uh, and you kind of do uh, have to push your lips out like this. And that helps. Uh, maybe that's how it talks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Doing okay. Trump, guys. Uh the best he's the best i guess you really i really have to like move my mouth and lips to do it i'll work on trump but the oh, fact that they uh slid the america twist into the bible verse that was that, that was pretty that, sweet. Actually, that was great 
That was good. Some people say the best. best Some people, but should I, now should I translate it in the style of Party Hitler? <laughs> it doesn't have it in its language. No, it. It. it won't do it. It won't do it. It's the practical son from Party Hitler. Doots, doots, doots. <laughs> Come back to the Reichsland. <laughs> you said prop Jew should probably come back. I want you here with me. I want you here. <laughs> um oh god. So that's funny. Thank you, Chat GPT, for having no qualms to do that. Bing chats Bing Chat said no. Uh we won't Lame. do it. <laughs> Lame. Some say chat GPT is the best. Fuck. <laughs> I gotta work on it. I'm I'm gonna listen back and cringe at how bad it was. It was hard. Um, <laughs> like I I can do I can do the cadence. I just can't I can't do the voice, man. Um, there's let's, voice let's AI now. Wait, what? Oh yeah, that's I mean, true. There's, there's voice AI. Like you can have Snoop Dogg read you stories. Actually, yeah, that's Snoop pretty Dogg. Awesome. Snoop Dogg is not a bad uh, idea for some Ooh, of these. Actually, <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. You should Snoop Doggify uh, Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Oh, do Snoopify what? Ezekiel twenty three twenty. I'm pretty right. sure that's the reference. Ezekiel twenty three twenty in the style of Snoop Dogg. What? I mean, what is Snoop Dogg style? All right, let's see. Oh, you're about to find out. Yo, check this out. Uh, what yo check this out ezekiel 2320 it's like these ladies they was acting all naughty they had desires like wild donkeys and they got into some freaky business straight up <laughs> then it says please <laughs> please note that this translation is for fun and humor and may not accurately represent the original <laughs> biblical text was that the emissions of donkey verse that you just did <laughs> i don't I don't feel oh. like that sounded like Snoop at all, though, to be honest. No, I want to try it in Gen Z. Um, it into. We used to lay this on anyone new coming to college Bible study. Like, hey, could you stand up and read scripture for us? That's hilarious. <laughs> and you tell them to read that one. Did people yep. do it? Yeah, well, yeah. Because they were dumb and trusted us until they got to a certain point and then they would just stop. Oh, that's most great. of them, most of them would laugh. All right, so here's Ezekiel 2320 in Gen Z. <laughs> These girls were like totally into some wild stuff and they were like obsessed with it, you know? It was like super crazy, uh, whatever emoji, flame emoji, crying, laughing emoji. So. <sighs> What is what what is Gen Z? What year is Gen Z? Um, hmm. I think like it's like the like stuff's like kind of like Valley Girl, kind of like it is, but it's coming back. Uh, let's see, between the late '90s and early 2010s. Okay. Uh, the cutoff date is January 2022. Yeah. For Gen Z. Yeah, the oh uh, wait, that, that's what I just asked Chat DPT. So, but it says it says as of my knowledge, cutoff dates in January 2022. No. Oh, 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 never mind. The knowledge cutoff for 
ChatGPT, I think. I uh, got it. Yeah, so uh, so early 90s, mid 90s and mid to late 90s and mid 2010s. Gotcha, gotcha. That that generation's is is done for, dude. They're not good. There's some problems there. Am I wrong? Are all God? This is every generation says this. I know that. Yeah, might as well change the name of this podcast to Church and Other Complaining About the Youth. Yeah, Church and Other (laughs) Boomers. Um, Okay, the. The last thing and I've I've been sending you, um, it's about, I guess the subject is just Christian influencers and people. Mm. One person in particular that I admittedly hate follow, like I just because I'm just it just why do, why do, why do I do that? Why do people do that? They follow things that that may upset them. So it's just, it's just this, it's just this person, (laughs) this person who, um, basically is like in a multi-level marketing insurance scheme and she's like ridiculously wealthy from it. Um, and just makes these posts about how much she's total prosperity gospel. That's the type of church she goes to and about how much like Mm -hmm. God has made, you know, made me rich and like God wants to make you rich and just videos of her literally there was a video literally there's a video of her going into her closet with her bible to pray if you read the verse you would know don't do that don't <laughs> the whole point of going into the closet is so that people don't know you're, right and there's just supposed to be doing that in secret right bro or just all these like the tiktoks of of people quote caught in the moment of worship where they're like their eyes are closed and they're crying but they obviously set the camera up and are filming themselves do it so it's just so cringy and fake and like yeah yeah, it's disingenuous like it really is i don't know i don't know if i should be getting as mad as i am about it what do you i mean Take the speck out of your own eye or the plane. Yeah, you're right, dude. You're right. You're right. Nice. No, but there is a such thing as accountability. And so if you well, see a brother or sister stumble, like you should help them through it. But it's especially if there's money involved. Yeah, that's capitalist society. So you're going to do things that generate more income. And a lot of the times that means controversial things. Wait, so what are you talking about? Or like dog whistling. Like you're going to do the things that get people to your channel or feed or right, right. So you can get advertising revenue. Right. But as a Christian, should you be doing that in the way that Jed is explaining? Well, as long as you tithe, right? Dude, stop (laughs) it, man. Stop, dude. Um, I, I guess maybe it bothers me because I'm feeling less and less a part of whatever that is mm. i'm with you dude and that's, that that's actually i mean i i know i've already talked about it ad nauseum but that's what's pushing me towards orthodoxy and yeah I, I, i've been going there more and more because i'm yeah. just tired i'm just tired of the the american church and what it looks like i just 
Yeah, man. Or at least, yeah. And and I'm not saying it's the end all answer and that all American churches are bad. I just, there is an element to it that feels wrong. And I just, and it, and it's confused me over the last 10 years, honestly, it's me made too. me, it's probably made me question more than I've drawn closer to God. It's, it's like, I don't even, but I even get a weird feeling watching like, giant stadium Hillsong concerts. And it's, yeah, it, I don't know. Should. Yeah, I think you should. I don't think there's okay. something wrong with that. Why, why, why should I? That's not what the church was. Okay. It's, thank you. There's a show to that. Like, you know, and the hard part is, is like, we all know, like if we listen to Hillsongs, you know, like worship, like it can feel very worshipful and like, Oh like, yeah. It's like, incredible. And I'm not saying it's not, but like when you've got a stadium filled with like 50,000 people and you're like doing a show on stage, it's like, I'm not saying the spirit can't move there, but there is absolutely a performance happening. Yeah. Like, and it's just, I can get that same feeling at a tool concert. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not exactly the same, but like you can emotionally motivate people with lights and, and, and in yeah. so and maybe in contrast, I'll go back to you know when me and Kenan saw Holy Name at Furnace Fest, where yeah, the yeah, yeah. environment I would say was not conducive to a warm and fuzzy spiritual feeling, and yet it, I still felt it like without like there was a spirit moving there, and. I God constantly I, uses the imperfect. Though. I know. And I, you know, I think we all have felt something at when we were part of that brand where like we're mm -hmm. in these emotional work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. dude. And I would even say, I would even go as far to say like God had, uh, has authentically moved in my yeah. life during worship. Like, yes. Like I, I can say that for my wife. I've seen her have authentic moves of the spirit that actually changed things in her life that came about during worship. So I'm not saying it's all bad, but there is certainly a tipping point yeah. <laughs> somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I, and I, and I'm just kind of working this out out loud. Like I would even struggle with like the idea that not struggle with, but like in, so I've gone to the Orthodox Church like four or five times now. Oh, like, okay. And, and part of their, I mean, they engage all the senses. That's part of what they do. Like, it's a beautiful building. You know, there's incense, there's candles. There's like, there is an element that like, they're trying to like, put you in a place of like holiness and like meditation. And like, I don't think that's manipulative, but it is also... It's not manipulation. So I don't know, I don't know how to like put that against, you know, a worship service where they are also trying to create a a uh, a worshipful environment. Yeah. Is that is that necessarily that different? I don't know. Mm, I don't and yeah, in I see one what area, you're saying. I see what you're you saying. You can still apply culture to things that the Bible says. Like it's gonna have different flavors wherever you go in the world. But when you look back to like first century church. Did you freeze? Did everybody freeze except for me? Hmm.
God, I hope it didn't lose it. Um, well, we'll just have to y'all froze. Y'all froze for a long time. Um, you just dropped right off. Yeah. Well, I was trying to. I tried to pause the recording, and then it, God, I hope. I hope. Yeah, I hope I didn't lose anything. I think we're fine. All right. Um, so, did you want to finish your thought, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Churches have become now like less participatory and more consumeristic. So when you quote don't get something out of it you leave feeling disappointed, but you're always supposed to participate. You share your experiences, you share in worship, you share in ministering. We're all priests under the order of Melchizedek. It's not just about a pastor or a leader. You know, this is is an excellent point. And I will actually use that to say that is the difference in the Orthodox church. There isn't even a sermon really. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the priest actually, turns away from the congregation for most of it. There is no band. The All the music is coming from a balcony that you can't see. And it's all voices. There's no instruments. And that's that's like a literal like kind of rule in the Orthodox Church. You won't walk into any Orthodox Church where there's instruments. They only use their voices. <clears throat> most of it is sung. And you're expected to uh, be part of it. Like, it's like mm-hmm. the priest is actually leading you in worship towards God. And that's kind of like the picture of the whole thing. So there is a very big difference between what, you know, evangelical churches and even like oh, yeah. you know, normal little churches do, like in style and like how they present themselves. It's, it's, it is very different. It's much more participatory. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe that's and, and you've been having a good experience with it. I've been loving it, actually. I, I actually think over the last month, I've probably foundationally grown in my feeling of security with God more than I have in the last 10 years. And I don't think I'm really exaggerating there. I think I think he's moved in me in a way that I kind of forgot was possible. Mm. Damn, maybe I should check out the Orthodox Church then. But I will say that, like, you know, part of that is, like, my, the posture of my spirit, too, because I've, I've, like, started praying, like, two to three times a day, and I've set it uh, aside, oh. and I, I set aside time to do that, and I'm using, like, Orthodox prayer books and things like that to do that. <clears throat> it gives me a structure for it. And you, you have, like, a little candle place set up? Yeah. You... Yep. I bought candles. I'm praying for other people, and I'm being very intentional about that, so... Like, yes, orthodox practices have led me there, but also I am, I'm putting myself in the position of like prayer and worship, like way more than I used to, but, but orthodox practices is what had brought me there. Mm-hmm. Man, I might need to, yeah, I might, yeah, that sounds like something I need to do. I might get you yeah. to let yeah, me know your, your setup and books and all that. Yeah. All right. I need to, I need to head out. Uh, send me an email at church and other drugs at gmail.com uh, and uh, talk to you later.